Welcome to the show. We're so glad you're here. Now let's have some fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Yes. Yay. No. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Welcome, friends. Thank you. Yes, welcome to the show that never ends because half the time we can't get it started. It almost ended today. <laughs> we almost just threw in the towel. It's true. We didn't quite get there, but we're fine. It's 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 all good. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're fine. I'm fine. You're fine. We're all fine, Dimitri. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh man. This is one of so, those days. It's kind so we of... talked last week about change. We did. Okay. Maybe we should, maybe we could talk about this show a little bit. What do you think? Um, it's up to you. I have, I have yeah, thoughts. Yeah, we can. I have, I have a story. To, I have a tale to tell first. Let's go. We talked about this a little bit, like why the episode was like getting posted and Get around last around. week's episode and things like that. So and on Monday, mm-hmm. um, I'd made plans. I was like, okay, so I'm going to go to work after work. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to work on the show and mm-hmm. some of the backlog and some of the other things that we've been talking about in the past episodes. You had a date. Uh, I'm just trying to guess. With my laptop. No, no. My oh. car broke down Oh, no. on the on the way to work. <gasps> so On the actual road? You were one of yes, those guys? I got on the – what happened was I – I was just following my routine. I went to Starbucks. I, just as I was getting on the freeway, the temperature gauge spiked. Oh, no. The car no. started overheating, but I didn't. Ooh. I wasn't able to pull over until after I was on the 400, which is a state highway here in Georgia. Then it's the road I travel to and from work every day. Can I stop um, for a second? Do you know what to do if that happens? Pull the like hell over? <laughs> well, there's that, yes. But in emergency, if you can't pull over... And you see, and you notice your temperature jacking up. Yeah, you turn your heater on. Yeah, it. Yeah, and I read that afterwards when I was able to pull over because I was. Yeah. Obviously, I was just getting off from the on ramp, so I was over in the far left, far right yeah. side anyway. Yeah. So yeah, pulling yeah. over the shoulder wasn't a big deal. I was like, "Well, is it an issue?" Because there wasn't any steam coming out or anything, so I wasn't sure right. what was causing it. And I'm looking yeah. at it, I'm like, "Okay, I'm not sure." Hell, pop the hood, looked in there. Everything looked kind of okay. I think the the coolant level was really low in the recovery tank, so I figured it was something. I was worried there was a radiator radiator leak or something that got missed because mm. I just had the car in the shop a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, no for, to fix it. an alternator and a bunch of other stuff. So I was like, "Well, did something yeah. break and they missed it?" Or oh yeah. So I waited for a little bit because um, it uh, the problem with the the four hundred is it's like four miles between exits. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're basically, and it's tree-lined road. Like, there's nowhere to go, yeah, really. And so it's like, well, okay. And nobody's really going to stop and help you because Georgia drivers are, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm sure they're fine folks in Georgia. I waited for a while, uh, let the car cool down 15, 20 minutes, called into work because I'm like, I'm either going to be late or I'm not going to make it. I don't know what's going on. Um, well, I made the time up later days. It's fine. Sure. So... After that, I started, well, and I was like, well, maybe I can call a tow truck. What do I do? You know, trying to figure out, because it was a holiday, because it was Columbus Day as well. Sure. So, it's one of those, like, sort of half holidays where federal, you know, the federal government and, like, 
the government and banks are closed and they don't deliver mail, but that's about it. Like everything else is open. Mm-hmm. Most people um, have to work too. We didn't have the day off. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, but, um, so I'm like, I start, I start driving get, you know, maybe a few hundred yards down the road and the temperature, like I'm watching it climb as I'm driving. I'm like, Oh sure. crap. Yep. 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 So I pulled over again. We had another 15, 20 minutes and just kept doing that. And it took me about 45 minutes to an hour to get off the freeway. <laughs> the, the biggest challenge was I'm sitting there going, well, you know, I could do this in the highway all the way to where I need to get to go to get to a garage. However, once I get off the highway, then I'm screwed because there's nowhere to pull over. Yeah. Um, so I pulled off the next exit. I waited like just near the next exit, like off the shoulder. Cause I'm like, I'm going to give it time and get as cool as possible. So I can get it as far in as I, before I need to pull off to find someplace where I can pull off. Yep. Cause again, the streets are all tree lined and you can't see a dang thing. Right. So, so I managed to get off the freeway and the temperatures spiked and peg and I'm like, crap, I got to get off. I, I've got to find a place. And I'm just like, I can't see anything. So I finally pull into um, parking lot at the Ronald McDonald house in Atlanta, oh. Oh. which is oh. kind of, well, yeah. It's, so I was sitting there and so then I tried for an hour to call a tow truck. I dialed probably three, I dialed three different services total of about 200 times in that hour. And I couldn't get through to anybody because Monday morning, 8 a.m., that's like the towing jackpot for breakdowns on the freeway, apparently. Wow, we um, there were a few other break. cars on the on the side of the road as I was driving to work, as as apparently happens. You should have all so, banded together. So, but the, the nice thing is, my car sat there for an hour, so I was able to actually figure out where the nearest garage was, where I could take it. It was still a couple miles away. Yeah. Um, and so through some twists and turns, I managed to finally get it there. So, like three and a half hours after I left home. I managed to pull it into a garage and go, okay, there's something wrong here. So they looked at, first thing they did was they put coolant in there. Okay. Just to see if that would fix the issue. Yep. Um, but I let it sit for another 15, 20 minutes. It seemed to be okay. I'm like, all right, we'll see what happens. So I pull out the traffic, get as far as the next stoplight, temperature spikes again. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Yep. <laughs> go right yep. back to the garage. No, 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 I'm no, like, no, no. whatever it is, fix it. I don't know what the hell it is, but something's wrong. Yep. So it turns out. Uh, wait, wait, can I can I guess? You, okay. you have the answer, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because uh, the problem so, has been fixed. It's just yeah. yes. Okay. A uh, couple things will cause temperature to spike. Uh, I'll start with the easiest thing: uh, stuck thermostat. No. Okay. Uh, did you have? Because the thermostat wasn't like stuck up there, like I would actually watch it rot, like it was going up. No, and no, 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 no. Thermostat. Right. Mean, oh, inside, yeah, in the inside. engine stuff. Yeah, in the engine. Yeah, but that would read at a particular temperature, and even still, like the gauge would still reflect that. No, if the if the thermostat is stuck shut, like it won't won't open, then you don't have coolant flowing through. Okay. Okay. Well, there's that. Yeah. There's anyway. that. Anyway, okay, but no, that was not it. Okay. Uh, water pump. No, I was hoping that was it, uh-huh. but no, because okay. that's covered by Chevy, and I wouldn't have had to pay for that. <laughs> ah, okay, because <laughs> that's a, uh, that's a known issue with the with the my particular car. Ah, interesting. Uh, was it a 
Well, was it your radiator? No. Wow. Okay. I'm out. What was yeah. it? So apparently it was like, it was kind of behind the engine. There were a couple of heater hoses oh. there. And what happened was they broke off at the, at the quick connect joint. Oh, down belief. So they had to, so I went to, wait, 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 you didn't have coolant all over the place. I never saw any. That's the oh, thing. Wow. I don't know what happened. I I didn't see. That's a, a clear indication, right? You, you see that green puddle underneath your car. And well, like, yeah, there was none. Like I never oh. saw, I would have seen that when I pulled out. All right. Or it's not like I would have seen that kind of stuff. Like I'm usually relatively observant about that kind of thing. Wow. Even with drainage, okay. like there would be a low, unless it was like a slow leak or something that developed. How do those things just pop bad. out? How do they just pop out? Well, they didn't pop out. They broke. Like the hoses like, actually broke. I don't know. I don't oh. know what happened. Like if they had just oh. popped out, that would have been easy, but no. No, but course. they actually split. I don't know. I didn't actually see the actual part. Oh, okay, okay. the The problem that I ran into mainly was, I mean, I managed to figure it out. The problem is those hoses are not covered by the service contract on my car. No, those are. So it was all out. It was all out of pocket for yep. this repair. So it's right. like five, six hundred dollars worth of stuff to do. Oh my goodness! Wait, wait, wait! Five hundred, six hundred dollars worth of hoses. No, well, no, the, the labor because they got to get in there and, oh. and and some of it was replacing the coolant and an oil change as oh, you always oh. want to do when you overheat because it degrades the oil in the engine. Of course, right, of course. Um, and I just had the oil change like right before Dragon Con, so like maybe six weeks old. So yeah, yeah, which is fine. I I that I'm like that's fine. We get mm-hmm. so I managed to figure it out, but it took them because they had to get the part from find a Chevy dealer that had the part and get it over. So they right. could get it installed. And they were like, we're not sure. I, we should be able to do it today, but we're not sure. But it won't be until, mm. you know, six, probably six or seven o'clock. And oh, it was, wow. this was at like noon. Oh. So I'm sitting there. Well, fortunately, I mean, it was right by the perimeter mall, which is one of the larger malls in Atlanta kind of thing. Like yeah. I had, I had like, I'm, I'm like, I was like, don't worry about it. I have plenty to entertain myself with and I am the king of killing time. So yeah, right. But you didn't so, go to work that day. Needless to say, huh? No, um, got a lot of walking in, spent a couple hours oh, at Barnes and Noble. Sure. Um, just sitting there. Like I didn't buy anything. It was just literally sitting there freaking out about money. I'm like, how am I going to pay for mm. all this crap? Um, got the, you know, got the episode done, got that, uh, edited at least and posted and worked on a few other things. Um, most of the stuff I would have done after work anyway. Right. Um, when I was at that Barnes and Noble, in fact, I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to Barnes and Noble after work. I want to sit down and try and see if I can yeah. work through some stuff. And, and yep. what year is your car? It's a 2009. It's not even that old. No. And <laughs> well, like I said, I literally just had it in the shop like three weeks ago or at the beginning of September, just after Dragon Con with a bunch of other stuff to get fixed. Yeah. And I think we talked about that in a previous episode because that was, yeah. you know, like $5,000 worth of repair. It's an engine mount and oh, all yeah. this other stuff that they had to fix. And I was well, like, I wonder, here's what I wonder. Just, well, no, because I asked about uh, with the, the, the garage and they were like, well, no, sometimes these things can happen suddenly. Yeah, there's that. Well, and, I was like, no, that's, that's and well, if you have a uh, loose engine mount or two or three, like we had on one of our cars, yeah. Uh, every time you accelerate, your engine moves more than it's supposed to and yeah. so stuff gets- yeah it was one it was one of the engine mounts that was actually broken apparently yeah it doesn't the engine isn't firm in there you know right. anymore it's like bouncing around and so what happens is stuff flexes that's not supposed to flex yeah i'm gonna guess probably your hoses maybe flex a little bit and that's and that's what i figured is it came out of as a result of that 
and yeah. it just wasn't enough to be noticeable when they were when they were fixing no. the other stuff. No, so. but it caused a hairline crack, and then over time, yeah. the heat of the coolant going through there, it just that's, loosened up. Yeah. And loosened up. I mean, but the interesting thing is, you didn't have any coolant underneath your car, but you noticed that in your reserve tank there was nothing, so you were leaking somewhere. Yeah. It was still it wasn't empty but it was like down at like the lowest possible level so like it, yeah. it was near it was almost empty yeah in the yeah. reserve tank so it was a little it was a little strange and i thought about that because i was like should i actually go and pop because there's a a cover inside the engine compartment over top of where the radiator is hmm. like a plastic thing to pull off yeah, it's yeah, like fastened yeah. down i'm like oh man i did try a little bit to try and get it off. And I'm like, sitting there going just like slicing up my hands, trying to get this. Nope, dude, I don't touch cars anymore. You know what? Well, exactly. I was just like, God, it's this point. Nah. Back well, in the and, 80s I realized, and, 90s. and I realized the benefit of going, you know, this is the time I sit there and kick myself and go, man, if I had had AAA, <laughs> dude, it's worth it. I think we paid to the dealership and got it. Got oh, yeah. proper, you know, but knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood, I've only had to call AAA once because I had a uh, dead battery, mm. uh, and I got it fixed. As soon as they jumped me, I yeah. you know took it and got it fixed. Uh, but that, I think we pay 80 bucks a year or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at I was like, looking at that. Man. Well, it's, well, it's, not, it's less than 100. The problem was from where I was, like at the Ronald McDonald House, like I'm looking at it, I'm going, okay, well, if I... So I'm looking at the AAA thing. I'm like, well, if I join AAA now, like I can take advantage of the benefits, but it's only five miles mm-hmm. of towing, and everywhere I wanted to go was more than five miles away. It's like, uh, God, uh, <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, okay, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the first five miles are free. After that, you know, it's fine. I yeah. think is how yeah, that yeah. works. But I was like, well, could I do AAA plus? And like, maybe because that's more. It's like ten miles, and then like, I, that would work. But it doesn't take effect for like three days after you mm. process. Like the benefits don't kick in immediately. It's usually a few days after, which makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in some fashion, it was like, oh man. So no, it it took a while to get that done, and then I like I walked around after Barnes and Noble. Like I wandered around just that area. Uh, a little bit went into the mall no i didn't go into the mall um my biggest concern at that point was was paying for it once that all got straightened out i'm like okay yeah go ahead and let's do the work we get that squared away because i was like even if i had had to leave it overnight i didn't care because there there was marta the light rails like right there mm. oh that's gonna be was it was a good place to to have the car in the garage it was easy sure. to, get to, nice. to i could go to work the next day come back afterwards right did you they know. show you the hose when they pulled it out? Did they show you the split? No. I but I believe, I, well, no, I, I think so. But at this point, I was like, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But the way it, When he explained it, like he explained, because he showed me a diagram of the engine and like yeah. the picture of where it would be. And I'm like, that makes perfect sense, actually. Mm. Now, when when they explained it. So I didn't mind. You know, it was like, I fig- obviously something was wrong. So, yeah. And it was fine afterwards. So I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Interesting. And so, you didn't notice it the day before. You noticed no, it. No, it was fine first. right up until Monday morning when I drove to work. Wow. Like it Always was on A-O-K, Mondays. And it didn't what happen did until I got onto the freeway. I didn't start spiking until I, till right before. I wonder if the pressure, I wonder if the, because the, because the water pump is, you know, it's really cooking at that point, you know. Well, and that's the thing. And that was the thing was like, I sat there and go, okay, so the engine was, was cool. So the engine's got to heat up. So it takes a while for it to warm up and stuff. So I yeah. like, drove to 
but the the route I drove to get to the freeway is not one I take every day, and it's yeah. longer, so it should have happened yeah. sooner if it was already yeah. an issue. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know exactly how it happened, but I'm just like I'm glad it got fixed. Yeah. It was just a a lot of it was a that was a very tense day, and I got home. I'm just like, oh god, I'm so tired. <laughs> just so, I so exhausted. Well, my feet hurt because I've been walking half the afternoon, and I'm just like, oh man. Well, you got some exercise in. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, that, that wasn't bad. It was. It wasn't. It was. It was warm out. It wasn't like super hot mm. that day. Uh, mm. And now we've got a cold snap this weekend. So, mm. um, yeah, I went to work. I went to work yesterday. It was like 50 degrees outside. I'm like, how'd that happen? <laughs> mm. Like Mother Nature woke up and go, oh wait, it's October. <laughs> yep. Turn the AC on. Yeah. Um, it's going to be back up to 80 by like Tuesday anyway, <laughs> for at least for a few days, but then okay. it, it's going. Now, how are you back. doing? Uh, did you guys get hit by hurricane Michael at all? The, uh, uh we caught the, Michael? the fringe of it. Most of it was kind of Southeast of here, okay. uh, down near like Macon. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, they caught most of the end of it cause it, by then it was like a category two. Oh yeah. Um, it was, it was raining, like I tracked it that whole day because I on Wednesday I had rehearsal after that uh, for the theater company I work with, and hmm. we didn't cancel rehearsal yet. Like I was watching all day and checking email just to see if we ended up canceling. Yeah, um, drove over there without an issue. It didn't really start raining heavily until right as I was getting home, hmm. but I never lost power. It wasn't super windy. Like we didn't really get as much. I know my mother was texting me like, "Be safe, be careful." Like, I know I'm keeping an eye on it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it never, it, it really didn't amount to much for us, at least at this end of Atlanta. Okay. Um, no high winds or anything like that. Nothing. Not, not really. No. Like there was, I think it was the next day. It was a little windy, mostly just a light breeze more than anything else. It wasn't, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. wasn't super severe. Um, I remember, um, in San Francisco, it was kind of funny. <laughs> Not really funny, but uh, the 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 cause not funny. So there was the earthquake in Japan. That's mm-hmm. not funny. Uh, no. But they were talking about that we were going to get a little bit of a tsunami in San Francisco because yeah. of the, okay. because of the waves. And they said, and, and the news just pumped it up to be this like it's a freeway of tsunami right to San Francisco. And so of course, <laughs> right. And they showed on the graph. They showed this red. It looked like a red just like path of destruction right <laughs> san francisco mm-hmm. that's and still that wasn't funny but then we you know like people are like we're going to go to the beach we're going to see this thing because they were like it's going to hit san francisco at 4 p.m or whatever and so we went to the we went to the docks <laughs> after work and we're sitting there and they're like here it comes and it was nothing like you could see the boats maybe move a little bit <laughs> right yeah they're like that's it <laughs> Yeah, it's always like, eh. well, it's interesting because if you look at, um, I know CNN had a page uh, the other day where they took pictures, you know, the, the one they always show like before and after photos. Yeah. So like Mexico Beach, Florida, which is pretty much where the hurricane hit land. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> it was it was bad. Like half that town's like wiped out. Yeah. Um, there's like one giant hotel that's still on the beach, but all the surrounding buildings just got decimated. <laughs> It's kind of like, wow, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, 
And I started thinking about some of that a little bit, you know, cause I'm like, Oh, what if I was here or there and like, where would I go? And, you know, just in case. Yeah. Um, nice part for me is I can just, you know, I can, if, if traffic's flowing, right. I can just head to Nashville and hide out with my parents. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, just as I know they can, if there's a tornado blowing through town and they want to get away, it's like, yeah, you can come down here, I guess. Mm. I can't put you up. I have a tiny apartment, but, yeah. um, you know, I think things would be relatively okay. But otherwise, yeah, that was my drama this week was dealing with the, the car. And I've been every time now the rest of this week, I've gone out to the car. I got that. My eyes are like glued to that temperature gauge when I'm driving to work. I'm oh, just yeah. like, mm. it's going to take some time for you to trust that again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so like oh man. man. Well, that and like because of the alternator issue I had in September, like I'm watching the battery gauge on the other side too. So I'm like, you know, so I try to keep an eye on both of those like all the time now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'll, that'll be okay with time. I think I'm just waiting for something else to go wrong. I'm <laughs> just like, Oh man, this is just, so, you know, otherwise, yes. How was your week? <laughs> My week was fine. I, okay. uh, well, it's interesting. Um, so I, well, okay. So I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I've been going to work every day. Uh, and the interesting thing is uh, I'm always, I, I've been passing accidents like every day. There's something, mm-hmm. some bad accident on the freeway every day. <clears throat> and uh, I, I look at those accidents and I'm like, well, my day is not going to be that bad. Like whatever's happening, it's not yeah. going to be that bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> Could always a, be a, worse. Yeah. I mean, there've been some whoppers. Like I went to the, I went to Sacramento this week and s- solo spin out, uh, dude had crunched his car into the guardrail on a bridge and all the airbags blew out. There was debris all over the place mm-hmm. and fire trucks and ambulances and police. And I was like, my day's not going to be that bad. You know, uh, on the way home from work one day, uh, there was a van sideways up on the guardrail. There was a van down by the guardrail. How did that even, I was watching this thing. Like I look at these accidents sometimes and I'm like, there's a story there. How in the world did that happen? Yeah. How did you get the butt end of your van (laughs) up on the guardrail? (laughs) Right. How does that even happen? Yeah. No kidding. No. Uh, there were three cars that were uh, all molded together on one day. I mean, but it was like five days of accidents. Like, I just couldn't believe it. Oh, you know what? And then there was a car versus a motorcycle. That's always bad. Whenever you see a Ouch. motorcycle down and an ambulance, I'm always like, oh, man. But we have this thing, you know, we have this thing in the Bay Area where motorcycle lane splitting is legal. Yeah, they have that. Most 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 large cities tend to have that. Yeah, I know well, that's a California thing in general. It's not just there. Well, it's what's dangerous. Okay, first of all, it's dangerous, right? Because you, sometimes these motorcycles come up fast, like you, yeah. and they're and they're re- This is the way I understand it to be because uh, I went through traffic school and they actually explained lane splitting uh, because there was somebody in the class that got a ticket for it at the time. 
and they had said that lane splitting was legal if traffic was moving slower than a certain speed. Yes. And the reason for the lane splitting being legal at that point was because motorcycles overheat if they're not moving. Right. And so they have to keep moving. And so the only way to keep moving is to lane split. Now, the, 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 if there's a designated lane splitting lane, right, then that would be okay. Because then everybody knows, let's say you're in the number one lane and then, or the number two lane, you know, in between like lane one and two, there's going to be lane splitting. Like that's where the motorcycles are going to do it. Right. Right. Here's what's happening these days. Motorcycles are splitting wherever they want. And when you see one coming up your left side and you kind of move over, what happens is dude on your right side now can get clipped because you've just pinched off, you know, his path. Yeah. They do kind of abuse it. Yeah. And so I have seen a way more motorcycle accidents than I care to talk about. And I think it's because I think it's because of this lane splitting. I think because there and, and yeah. also motorcycles are lane splitting at freeway speeds. Oh yeah. Like, no, it's ridiculous. I've seen it. And they're flying yeah. past you at like 70, 80, 90, 100 miles an hour, right? And, the, and you're, it scares the hell out of you because they're loud. And a lot oh, yeah, of motorcyclists are like, well, I like it loud because you know I'm coming. But it's like, it's scary. If you don't, yeah. if they're coming that fast. Then it's all of a sudden it's like this noise next to you that's so loud. And, yeah, and it's it pretty goes. nuts. It's it's pretty nuts. Um, yeah, I don't know what possesses some people to drive like that. It's I don't see as much of it here in Georgia, at least certainly not on the freeways. I don't see as much of it with motorcycles, mainly because the drivers are insane enough to do that stuff. Um, and I think they, I think mo- most motorcyclists know that drivers here really don't remember how to use turn signals when they're switching lanes. No, and they're in big So trucks. there's a lot of sudden, and there's a lot of weaving in and out at really tight oh, spaces God. at high speed. And it's, yeah. it's freaking, it like freaks that. me out. Um, yeah, believe Boy. me, 400, I do not enjoy driving to work. Um, like I like driving. I hate commuting because yeah. of insane people like that. Basically. I take it slow. You know what? Here's a yeah. tip pro tip. Um, I don't make sudden moves. No, I don't either. And it's I make slow lane changes. I use my signals everywhere. I'm watching everything. As it's as scary. as do I. The interesting thing yeah. here is that when you signal a lane change, if there's space, it's like it's a signal to those drivers in the other lane to speed up so you can't get in. Oh, I don't like that. And they do that. I mean, it's super aggressive driving, which is now yeah. technically like illegal in the state of Georgia. Like they've been cracking down on aggressive driving yeah. or they say they've been cracking down on aggressive driving. Um, kind of the way they're Florida. cracking down on voter fraud, but yeah, sure. not, you know, not you know, political, but uh, yeah. well, the last time uh, we were in Florida, they, they were doing this too. And, and their big campaign then was on two lane highways stay out of the left lane unless you're passing. Like everybody yeah. drives in the right lane. And if, and if a highway patrolman, in Florida sees that yeah. you're, you know, that you're parked in the, in the left lane all the way, they pull you over. Yeah. Well, and it's, I want that to be used as the passing lane. Like in, in New Mexico where my brother lives and stuff, that's actually like state law. And it's posted. Like you always, you always keep right except for passing. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
when I'm driving on the freeway here in California, I will get in the number two lane. Yeah. You know, and I will do the posted speed limit plus three, maybe. Right. I don't go, I don't go in the fast lane. I still have people. So like, you know, 65 is the speed limit. And and I'll explain something in a minute. So 65 is the speed limit. I usually go about 68, 69, somewhere in there. And it's legal. Right. right. Yeah. In California, there's two speed limit signs. There's speed limit 65, which is the, yeah. it's just the, that's the safest speed to travel on best conditions. Right. Plus that's a suggested speed, three miles an hour, four miles an hour. Nobody's going to say anything. Right. That's right. just, that's just what everybody does. If then there's another sign called maximum speed, maximum speed is regardless of normal conditions. Right. We're always talking about normal conditions. 65 is the limit. Like if you go 66, they can pull, they will pull you over. Right. Uh, if it's raining, this is another, you know, or it's inclement weather. This is another story. You don't, you sure. know, of course you don't do this speed limit. And some people still do like it's raining outside as gale force winds and you're doing 65. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Hydroplaning and all over the place, whatever. Uh, but the thing is, so I'm, I stay in the number two lane. I don't go. I don't. I don't use that number one lane. And in California, there is no fast lane. A lot of people think there's a fast lane. No, that's not fast. There is a designated slow lane, and the slow lane has a has a uh, a, a slow speed limit. Actually, you you have to be going faster than forty five in the yeah. Slow it's a lane. minimum speed. There's a minimum speed. Thank you. So anyway, uh, I stay in the number two lane. I'm doing sixty eight, maybe right. I still have people coming up behind me and flicking their lights at me and then yeah. doing the whole hand motion thing, like, get out of the way, idiot, you know, that sort of thing. And guess what? There's nowhere there's to go. <laughs> yeah. There's a passing lane right there. Yeah. Like, if you don't like that I'm doing, you know, the legal speed limit, go around me. Do something. Yeah. Get out of here. Well, I have, I know, it's interesting. George is interesting because they will on the on you know and they have those the giant lighted billboards where they report accidents and things they also have other ones off to the side that actually because the speed limits will change yes depending on the flow of traffic so they, did, they do especially on the 400 they implement a lot of traffic pacing and saying or on the, the 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 perimeter loop here in Atlanta the interstate 285 which is basically a giant donut around the city um and the big kind of class warfare <laughs> If you're outside the perimeter versus inside the perimeter, it's like, yeah, oh, you know. Oh, um, but anyway, but like they'll say, like, eastbound, it's going this, this is the speed limit. Westbound, it's this. Yeah, right. Just based on whatever traffic's going on. It might be a difference of, like, westbound is 55 miles an hour. Eastbound, it's 42 miles an hour. Wow, we. Because, and some of that's just because, <clears throat> because they know that there are slow-ups all the time. And, right. And, so, and especially on the 285, like, traffic in Atlanta's. Right. Like, just because. Well, they, so where I live, there's a two-lane road, one way in each direction, right? Yeah. And it's a double yellow line because mm-hmm. it's curvy. <clears throat> right. Right? And it's all residential, and so there is no passing. Well, speed limit is 35. I'm doing 38, right? There was no reason for this driver to get behind me uh, flash the lights and honk at 6.45 in the morning. What yeah. do you, why, why? And then violently went around me only to find out that there was a car in front of me, so there was no place for him to go. 
and there's oncoming traffic now. Yep. So he starts getting over to the right, cutting me off. I slam on my brakes, you know, and he wedged his car in between the small space that was in between me and the car in front of me, you know, Mm -hmm. and then stayed in that spot the whole way to the freeway. Yeah. And I, I was just wondering, like, what went through your mind that that was okay? I had some guy the other day, like, yeah, on Friday when I was driving to work, had some guy tailgating me, uh-huh. like, most of the way up to 400. I'm like, dude, if I jam on my brakes, you're going under my car. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't, right. I don't uh, want that to happen because no. – it's it's only been a year since the last time I got rear-ended, and I didn't enjoy it then, and I don't want no. to enjoy it now. And I'm even no. I'm in an even bigger vehicle than last time. Yeah. I'm like, no. You know what I do in that case when I have an when I have an extreme tailgater, like I can't like I can't see their hood. That's how close yeah. they are, right? I can actually see what's on their teeth. That's why I was like, you is know? he driving like a Mini Cooper? Like it was a pretty small vehicle because oh, I like man. I could see the roof of the car right. just barely through the rear windshield. I'm like, yes, yep. What's back there? Usually what I do is I start gaining distance between me and the car in front of me because well, if I, I have to stop I, fast, yeah. he's going in in my car. And so if, uh, if I yeah. leave enough space, then I can, you know, then I can casually break. Right. And that's certainly that behind me knows yeah. that as soon as he sees the lights, he better do something. Yeah, I did. And I make an effort to try to do that just yeah. consciously because, well, I'm saying like my car doesn't stop on a dime, dude. <laughs> it's a pretty right. sizable well, especially, weight. Right. And I drive an SUV anyway, so yeah. you know, most of the time. So I'm like, I have to, I As give more I, space yeah. now. Right. Uh but sometimes if it's bad enough and they're that irritated, I will slow down so much that they are so irritated that they just go away. Oh yeah. And then I'm that's, like, okay, you're out of my life. Go bother somebody else. Right. That's generally what I try to do even deliberately like i don't i don't go super slow but it's enough to be like i'm just like no not paying attention not that yeah, i don't see you i don't see you or the flicking lights that i, mean, I literally can't see you so it's kind of like right exactly or you know what i'll do is when they put their sometimes people get really mad and they leave their brights on i'm like what are you doing i'm mm. not breaking the law i'm driving like a normal human being here this isn't the indy 500 there's no checkered flag at the end of this, of this road right and so i'll just you know i'll i'll flip my uh I'll flip my mirror up so that I'm on I'm in, I'm yeah. in night mode, right? Well, and so your bright yeah. lights don't really bother me anymore. And I find here, and I, I talked about this a little bit before, I find that it's interesting because the people who go weaving in and out of traffic here, especially as I'm commuting to work or, you know, they're just really rude drivers. It's it's almost like a sense of entitlement because they're all driving like really high-end cars, usually like Beamers, Audis, Mercedes. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple of Maseratis occasionally, yeah. but it's usually, yeah, it's usually, sports. it's usually people in BMWs more often than not. This is true. Um, Sad to say, but, yep. and, and like, uh, you know, oddly enough, not a lot of Porsches, but Porsche yeah. and Mercedes Benz actually have huge corporate offices here mm. as well. So it's kind of like, especially Mercedes Benz, but I usually don't see as much of that with them. It's usually, usually BMWs more than anybody else. Typically, there's like zipping in and out of traffic and just zooming through. It's like, you know, you're not on the Autobahn, right? Right. Uh, in Germany. Yeah. And even so, the Autobahn, the Autobahn's got rules too. You yeah. Can't, you can't be going 200 miles an hour. Well, you, know. you can, but 
Um, a most cars, most cars, it's impossible to actually go 200 miles an hour. The idea is you know there's I mean. no posted speed limit as long as you're driving, as long as it's safe. Right. Exactly. You know, it's more about safety than 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 a speed limit. Like if you know, right. and that's the thing. I I look at these folks and I go, there's part of me like I respect the skill and how well you know your car that you can yeah. fit in and out of traffic like that. But I'm like, you don't know everybody else on the road. They are not professional no. drivers like you. Right. When you're not professional race off. car drivers, it's like, yeah. ah, it makes right. me super nervous. Um, right. And guess I mean, what? I've been driving my car for a year and it still makes me nervous just to even change lanes of traffic or park. Sure. Like, ah. Right. But I think there's this sense of like, I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's entitlement. That's what it feels like. Well, it's entitlement, like the law. Sure. That's what I mean. It's in, it feels like a sense of entitlement, like the rules don't apply to you. Right. Or you're in a hurry. Like, yeah. you better have a box of sick puppies in your car. That's why you're rushing somewhere. <laughs> You know, like, I, yeah, you know, no, just because you're late for a meeting or something, I, yeah. I don't know. But these accidents were massive. Like, every one of them was massive. And, you know, every one of them was because, you know, they probably weren't paying attention yeah. or they were driving too fast or yeah. possibly mechanical malfunction. We'll throw that in there, too. Sure. Yeah. You know, but I'm looking at these cars that are probably, you know, <clears throat> high end sports cars or really well kept, you know, imports. Yeah, I'm probably going to guess there's not a mechanical malfunction. The driver, the the malfunction was in the driver's seat for this, <laughs> you know. But I, but but the, my whole week has been like accident after accident after accident after accident. I'm like, God, yeah. But yeah. it sets, but it's perspective. What's nice about that whole thing is that it's perspective, and it's true. Like I'll I'll be at work, and maybe something will happen. I'll be like, grumble, grumble, grumble. Hmm. You know, and then I'll, and then I'll be like, Hmm, but that accident this morning, still not what I'm dealing with right now. Still not as bad <laughs> as that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I get that. It's interesting. Yeah. But, uh, but car, yeah cars. I've only been into three. I've been involved in three accidents. None of them were my fault. All of them are rear end collisions. I, I have been involved in also in three uh, two have been rear end. One was my fault. One, I was not even in my car for, wow. It was parked in my driveway. <laughs> oh boy. And it almost got, it was this close to total. Like it came right up to the frame, but didn't damage the frame. So I wouldn't oh, total wow. the car. I'm like, no, I hate this car. Why aren't you totaling it? Um, just kick it a couple times into the yeah, accident. I, I almost said that to the, to the, uh, to the, just but, give me a sledgehammer. But the, um, <laughs> The insurance company of the driver, it was the same as my own, like we had the same insurance company. So I was just oh. like, like talking to the adjuster when they're looking at it and he kind of pointed to the fountain. I'm like, are you sure you just can't take like a, uh, like a, like a hammer and like a leather punch and just like, you know, yeah. well, just a little bit further or something like, oh, yeah. Ended. yeah, you got to total it. Yeah, total. Um, Cause that car was, oh, the car was the worst. I don't want you die car die car. Well, the die. funny thing was like, but that's the thing. Like the funny thing was, it was never the engine. The engine was always fine. Mm. I never had a single problem with it the whole time I owned it. It was all the the random plastic parts on the car. This was a this was a Suzuki Esteem station wagon, oh. which was only made for a few years when Suzuki actually outsourced all of their production to Daewoo. Oh yeah, Daewoo. Yeah, uh, so you can see the problem. Like. By the time I moved to LA, when I finally, I finally got rid of like three of the outside, three of the four outside door handles were broken. Mm. Like they literally wouldn't open, oh. um, including the driver's side door. Mm. Uh, so 
and a couple the of the indoor the road. It's well, the safest car on the road. You can't get in it. Yeah. Well, it's I had to climb in through the hatchback in the back to open to open the passenger door from the inside, so I could lean around and open the driver's side door from the inside, so I could get in. What? Uh, what a procedure. I got to, so basically, when I moved to L.A., I, I just I got in the habit of if it wasn't raining, I just I literally leave the driver's side window rolled down. So like I, just, I wouldn't leave anything valued in the car. I was just like, please steal, steal please it, yeah. steal the car, yeah, please steal the car, free uh, car. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, please steal the car. You're gonna, you're going to be doing me a favor. I swear. Take the car. But then, the, then at one point that it broke down. I think it was the alternator went bad finally, and I couldn't afford to fix it. So I'm like, yeah, Bye. all right, I'm yeah. done. And so that's that's how I ended up going carless for like five six years. Mm-hmm. Um, after carless. that, so carless. yeah, some cars are just the worst. It was that was the worst. I mean, I and I did a couple of. I mean, I did a couple of road trips in that car, so it wasn't yeah. bad at the start, right? Ish, yeah. <laughs> sure. Had well, some minor yeah. issues here and there, but it was right. like, all right, you know. Well, here's the other thing too: if you drive your car like a normal human being, it lasts a long time because you're not putting extra strain and wear and tear on things right. because you're racing it. You know, like you're drag racing it off of every stoplight. Yeah, you know, exactly. You're not weaving around, and you know all this other stuff. And it, it, that's why like little old lady cars are so beautiful because they drive slow. Everything is slow. <laughs> right. My, uh, my brother, um, I'm gonna have to, we have to have him on one day so he can tell the story about this. Uh, he got, it wasn't his first car, but it was, a, it was one of his later cars. He got a, a, a screaming deal on a 74 LTD. A screaming like, deal. Eh? Oh yeah, it was why this this little old lady owned it. It had maybe thirty thousand miles on it. Wow! And like it had sheepskin seat covers and every like it was like a pimp mobile. We were just like, yeah, yeah. Yep. eight track tape player in the in the cons in the debt, da- you know, eight track tape player in the dash. We yeah. actually went go shopping for eight track tapes that we could play in, <laughs> like hitting like thrift stores every like Goodwill yeah. and thrift stores to find eight track tapes for this yeah, thing. Yeah. We had a Jim Croce one that we just absolutely loved but i i kind of like how did you get this thing for so cheap this is like she just used it for commuting and had it forever and just didn't drive right. it anymore and right i was like i got to drive it a few times it was a nice it was a nice boat right uh My so. parents don't do a lot of driving anymore they have like tw- what 2010 2012 cars whatever sure yeah my mom's got a car it's got like three thousand miles on it that's it. Yeah. Because she goes to the store and back. That's all. Yeah, my mom. They drive a little bit more than that. She drives a Toyota. Uh, I can't remember specific. It's an SUV. It's like a smaller SUV. Yeah, like a Rav Four. It's not a Rav Four. It's um, I don't remember the exact model of the car. I'm pretty sure it's a Toyota. It might be a Honda, but I think it's Toyota. Like a CRV. Well, Honda would be like a CRV. Yeah, I think it's a Toyota. Um. The smaller ones are the like the Versa. Uh, no, Versa? The Ver- no, no, no. That's a Nissan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's a Nissan. Uh, it 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 looks a little bit bigger than like the Yaris. It's it's a very it's a weird. It's not a Highlander, so, is it? No. Oh no no no! Not it's not a full size SUV. It would be like the equivalent of like like a CRV, basically. Oh okay. It's a smaller. Probably it's a smaller full. SUV. Well, it's just the two of them. Like they don't need a lot of. They don't necessarily need a lot of cargo space and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, and I've ridden it. It's nice, you know. Um, I miss their element, but 
Oh yeah, I have a friend of mine that has an element. They bought they bought the element before they moved to Tennessee. Like they had it out here, and then they they drove it cross country. And yeah. I drove that a couple times, and I loved it. And I actually was when I was originally shopping for a car a couple of years ago when I got the Escape Pod. Um, the element there there were a few elements I looked at. I just I still couldn't afford them, even though they're as old as they were. Hmm. Um, they were still out of my price range, unfortunately. But I really wanted one because it was they're nice. Like I actually love, I love driving them, but they have great resale value because people love driving them. I don't know why they ever canceled the car. Yeah. Well, Toyota also has a thing called a CHR. I don't know if that's new. Um, that sounds newer. Um, that is newer. I think that's newer. This is like a 2018. I'm looking on their website. Yeah, this one's a it's few two years older. Yeah, I think this is a new. That's kind of nice too. It's like a crossover. One of the crossover ones. Oh, it's the um. There it is, the Toyota Venza. Venza. It's a crossover SUV, but yeah, that's yeah. I couldn't remember. That. I knew it started with a V, and it was driving me crazy. The Venza. Yeah, it's one that they don't make anymore. It was basically through like 2015, ah. and they stopped production on it. So it, I mean, they got it used anyway. So they've had it for a couple of years. Um, oh yeah. Oh, I it's see. yeah. It's about. It's about. It's a little. It's like wider, but it's short. It's a little stouter than like the Rav Four, but uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. got a little more. It's got a little more volume to it inside. Yeah, but yes, we're really happy with our Pilot. I really, I really like that yeah. Pilot. I do a lot of driving that thing. I'm actually to the point now where I have to think about uh, extending the warranty because I'm approaching 36k. Mm, yeah, on the car, and it's a 2016. Um, but I drive that thing we drive that thing everywhere uh like especially long hauls like when we do road trips and things like that we've been to la a few times in that car you know and that's a that's a few that's a, that's over a thousand miles round trip for us uh yeah but uh yeah but i you know i drive to sacramento that's a that's 178 miles round trip you know call it 180 round trip every time so the miles get up there uh, you know, aside from the little things that we had to have fixed, you know, and the routine maintenance, mm-hmm. it, things have been great. It's solid. That is a solid, solid car. I really like it. Yeah. And it gets really good gas mileage, too. Like, on the freeway, I think average, I'm probably getting about, uh, I would say, 34, 35 miles of the gallon on road trips for an mm. SUV. Yeah. And it's not even a hybrid, it's nothing. You know, I have it in econom economy mode most of the time. Well, all the time, really. because um, I'm not racing it, you know, yeah. so the so you know, it it like it alters the uh, how the air conditioning works, uh the engine performance, that sort of stuff. But I look down and I'm like I can see the miles per gallon gauge and I'm like thirty three. Yeah. That's amazing. I have a two thousand one accord, the highest I think I get is twenty seven on that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Okay. But driving, be careful. Yes. yes be absolutely. Careful. There's, no, there's no reason. There's no reason to drive like a nut. Treat your car nice. Treat the other people on the road nice. Yeah. Just don't Wait. be a dick. It's not that hard. Yeah. If somebody lets you in, blinky, 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 and then the person lets you in, just give a wave. Just give a little thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Not that hard. Yeah. Just yeah, one of those don't things. Any, don't make any violent, sudden moves. And drive nice. Yeah, drive nicely. Uh, 
And vote early. I'll vote often. No, just vote early. (laughs) (laughs) Just go vote. That's as political as I want to get this week. Just go vote. Go register to vote. Make sure you're registered to vote. Yeah. Since a lot of deadlines are passing and and stuff for to vote for in next month's elections. Just that's right. Just do your do do your do your part. Here we go. It's not jury duty. You're just going to a place for a couple of minutes to punch a hole in a piece of paper or mark something. Right. You know, it's do you know, if you want to dig in deeper and really look at the proposals as you should. Yeah. You know, we talk about civic duty and like that's the one thing although it's not mandatory that should be. I mean, it's something that everybody should be willing to do. Hmm. That's it, you know. So, I mean, people talk about they should make, you know, election day a national holiday, et cetera, or, or you know, mandatory voting. And I'm like, eh, you know, I mean, it works in some places, but we're just not there yet. Yeah. So, yeah, so don't forget to go vote. However, whatever your inclinations are, I'm, I'm not making judgments, uh, even if you're wrong. Wait, <laughs> um, wait, 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 wait. Commercial break. This episode brought to you by voting. It's your voice. It's your right. Vote. I don't know. If you don't vote, you can't complain. You can't. Well, you know, and, Nobody's going to listen to you. Well, yeah, well, it's it the... There's an article I was reading this week, and we were talking about the fact that, you know, if you don't vote, you're really all you're doing is actually doubling the strength of somebody else's vote. Sure. So why wouldn't you vote? You know, why why let somebody else take that power from you? Right. You know. Right. Vote. Yeah. Just unless just you're vote. a felon, then don't vote. You can't. Well, that's a different story. It doesn't mean they shouldn't. They just can't. Yeah, they can't. Uh, until they get their rights restored. Yeah. Sure. Which does happen in some some states, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah, you know, after they've done their time and everything, mm-hmm. everything else, eventually those get come back. But anyway, uh, as we're getting close to wrapping up the hour, we are as it were. Um, yes. Well, let's talk about something I, real quick. So, uh, okay. uh, if we still have listeners at the end of this, <laughs> at the tail end of this podcast, <laughs> yeah, you uh, know, it's we uh, we made some changes. Right, and we, we're working on some changes. Some we're working on. We've we've made some already. The yep. technology that we're using to record this podcast has been changed, uh, which will allow us to crank these out faster, uh, not edit them for four or five hours. And it, well, I would say put them out in a more efficient manner. Thank you. <laughs> hopefully well they will. Be, hopefully they will come out in a more efficient and timely fashion. Thank you. Uh, than we have in the past. And, and yes, we have a backlog of some episodes that we still need to post and we're working on those. We are uh, remastered as those. we can. Yeah. Those are yeah. being remastered there. Well, some of them, just say that. admittedly, some of them are still being mastered the first time. Whatever. But, you know, okay. They're being mastered. Yeah. We are working on some things where you'll see probably in the coming months, an overhaul of the website. Yeah. Um, we're looking at some, uh, maybe a more, hopefully we're aiming for a more active social media presence and things. Yes. Yeah. Kind of engage the community. Yes. Um, more places. Uh, hopefully that the, the show will be available. Right. Um, as we work on that, we're planning some things. It, it takes time because like I work and Brian works and you know, work. this is not our full-time job, obviously. No, I don't know. Um, but you know, if you want to help us make it a full-time job, we wouldn't say no. Not at all. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I might, 
you know, sometimes if a, if a hobby becomes work, it's no longer fun. So you got to be careful about those things. Um, anyway, I turned uh, my hobby into work. So, I love comp- I love working with computers, and I turned yeah. it into a job. So. We're we're working we're working on some changes to make it a, a better experience. Yes, uh, we're working on lining up more interviews, which was kind of what the show was originally about. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to see if we can. We're going to bring more things like the unnecessary sequel series and uh, some of that stuff. We may have to branch off for sequels into just books, maybe or some something weird. Um, yeah, weird man. We're gonna we're gonna experiment a little bit uh, with some things, see what works and what doesn't for the show. But we definitely sure. want to. Um, we're asking for suggestions only because it's not that we don't have ideas, but we also want to hear what you guys might want to hear. Uh, if right. you have a, if you think of a, a guest uh, whose name is Brian, or some part of their name is Brian, or even if you just think they should be an honorary Brian, uh, you know. We're yeah. open to that. We're willing to stretch the definition of what constitutes Brian. Why not? Um, like uh, we could develop our own Swanson pyramid of greatness. <laughs> like, okay, let's see who fits in that. And, yeah, right. Um, but uh, if you have those ideas, you know, you can let us know. You can email us. Uh, you can. We've got the Facebook group. We've got Twitter. Uh, it's not like we're hiding. Uh, <laughs> uh, we can send out a few polls too. see how we can. Yeah. Uh, We'll work on that. We'll Definitely the Facebook group is probably the best place to engage us directly short of actual email. Right. Um, uh, by all means, you know, uh, get in touch with us. See what you think about some of these things. As we go through them, you know, we'd love some feedback from from you guys as well. If you think the show's too long, if you think it's too short, uh, we think it's just about the right length <laughs> right now. Um, but who knows? We might we might try we might experiment with some longer, shorter episodes right. depending well, on. We talked about segment others are do that sort of thing, like having three, maybe three distinct. Segments. Well, we're getting a little too into the weeds at this point. I know, but I'm saying, I'm just saying, yeah. there's there are changes. Like we're just we have yeah. you know we talk. There's for some hour. structural changes uh, both yeah. on on the show and behind the scenes where we're trying to right, right. improve what we deliver to you, our audience, as we try to have fun every week. Exactly. Uh, with the show. So hopefully you'll enjoy it. Um, yeah, more. Enjoy so more. I, I do want to plug one thing. Not It's not related to the show. Okay, good only plug. because I didn't get a chance to um, when we talked about my experience at Dragon Con. So uh, I got, because I, you know, you saw the Rick and Morty, the, the phone case that I showed you, this the Pickle Rick. Yes. Yes. Pickle Rick. Um, which I love. It's it it makes plugging in the uh, the lightning cable a little difficult sometimes, but oh. at the bottom because the plugs are a little too big, so it's like sometimes they pump they come loose. Oh yeah. yeah. But um, I also wanted to show this a hat this hat. Oh. As an example, this is a hat. It's it's like uh like a like a navy style ball yeah. cap. You see, like they've got aircraft carriers or things like that. Uh, this one is for uh the Serenity from Firefly. So. Hmm. I really enjoyed it. I found this, uh, I found a provider. I'm going to put it, I'm going to put a link in the show notes just because I think they deserve it. I want to see them get, it was like 20 bucks. Uh, it's a really good, they basically they run an Etsy store. Yeah. Uh, it's called seems geeky seems S E A M S. Ah. And it's not just hats. They also do like towels and like bath mats and, and some patches and sort of things like they have some and not just this this one is one of a series of different hats like they have all the enterprise mm-hmm. ships and a couple star destroyers and 
uh, I think the the Battlestar Galactica is in the in the in the mix as well mm. uh, from this couple in California. Yeah, uh, based out of Sacramento, actually. Um, about that. And uh, I lo- I love this hat. It's amazing. I was so stoked when I saw it. Just purely by I'm like I must have this hat. Mm-hmm. Um, I might get some other ones just for, so I have the collection. They've got a few other. They have a they have a Mister Meeseeks hat. Mm. So I was like, ooh. <laughs> but they have right. like they also have. I like the idea that they have bath towels mm. and hand towels and stuff with the logos on them, like the uh, right the TARDIS or the United Federation of Planets logo or. Mm. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide and some other stuff in there. Uh, so I'm going to throw the uh, the uh, the the their link to their store, their Etsy store, in the show notes. So if you guys want to check them out, go ahead. They make really great stuff. I like it a lot. Hmm. I, I like it a lot. Hmm. Um, so that's that's the thing there. And I just wanted to give them a shout out for that for the hat because it's amazing. So nice. <laughs> um, and not, neither of the people who run it are named Brian. Uh, I, we're happy to plug any Brian owned businesses on here. Like we did last week with the Brian group and purely by accident. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, um, that's a good one to, to look at as well. So, mm. uh, and we're, um, I think we can try to do that. It's uh, get back to more of like the most interesting thing of the week we used to do with that. Find like yeah. this one cool thing to give them a shout out and, yeah, and do that. So, that uh, I think we'll wrap it up for this episode because um, we're running out of time and I'm running out of battery power on my laptop. Yeah. <laughs> so oh boy! We're no, we're good. We got a few more minutes, but um, yeah. and thank you all for joining us today. As we said, the the you can get all of our episodes currently available at our website briantrustpodcast.com. You can subscribe to the show there or in Apple Podcasts. Hopefully, soon on other platforms for sure. Um, wherever you subscribe to podcasts, you should be able to find the show without too much trouble mm-hmm. or edit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do listen to us through another service, please feel free to rate and review the show. Ratings and reviews are how shows like ours get discovered by other listeners who use those services. Um, be honest, but be fair. Uh, if you think, but you know, feel free to rate it five stars. And if you think there's just a couple things we could tweak, fine. If you think we suck and then, anything less than five stars is fine as well i I suppose um if you want to give us direct feedback you can do that you can just email us at briantrustpodcast at gmail.com we're also available uh we have a facebook page at facebook.com slash the brian trust that's brian with an i correctly Mm. (laughs) um although we don't hold it against other people we we know better um we're also available on twitter uh, as well. Uh, uh, the show is available at the Brian trust. Uh, individually. We're also on Twitter. I am at actor geek. I am at B Selkie. And that is going to do it for episode one Oh two of the Brian trust. Yay. As we're into October and heading into the winter months, stay warm, stay frosty. And until next time, You know, it just occurred to me. I don't know how you stay warm and frosty at the same time. I know. I was like, well, that didn't sound right. Unless you're, unless you're, you're unless you're, frosty. unless you're an actual like Wendy's frosty mm, chocolate. <laughs> God.